To have passion in life is everything. What's your Everest? Oh, is it yeah. that 200 inch box? They just look so impressive when they're wide. Especially running away. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Eastman's Elevated. It's like a think tank for outdoor activity. Sounds exactly like my hunting. Just always thinking about it, always trying to evolve it and make it better. Here's your host, Brian Barney. Hey, what's happening, guys? Uh, I got a brand new podcast for you. So this is from the the Western Hunting Expo. So um, Guy Eastman and Dan Picard gave a seminar there all about Western hunting and improving your game. And so we did a podcast prior to it. Now, this is the, the first podcast that you can see live. It's on our YouTube channel. So you can watch this podcast live and then you can also watch their seminar well, I guess it wouldn't be live. It was a live podcast at the time. It's not live now, but you could watch the podcast and then you can watch the seminar. So um, these guys are just a wealth of knowledge. Uh, Dan's my bow hunting brother. We just get together. You know, we do these shows together. We're together for four days. And um, me and Dan are just a walking, talking podcast everywhere we go, just talking about bow hunting and in-depth subjects and different states, different areas. We just don't stop talking about bow hunting. It's just, he's so fun to hang out with. I really like that guy. And uh, Guy Eastman is just an absolute wealth of knowledge. Uh, the guy has been plugged into Western hunting for so long and, and then been successful in Western hunting for so long. I mean, he's got so many trophy bulls, trophy bucks, trophy antelope under his belt. It's just amazing. And, um, you know, whenever I'm looking for information on a state or on a unit, uh, Guy is just the the best one to talk to. So both of these guys are a wealth of knowledge. We did this this live podcast and uh, kind of talked about how the seminar was going to go, things they were going to discuss. Uh, we even talked about some of the gear we were giving away and thoughts on that. And um, yeah, it's a short one, so I think this will just end up being a little over 30 minutes. Um, but we thought we'd release it out to you guys as a bonus episode. So um, here we go. Uh, this one's brought to you by Sportsman's Warehouse. Uh, Sportsman's Warehouse, they're a sponsor of the podcast and, and just a great group of people. So we were in their booth uh, all weekend long. They're real accommodating, helped get me set up for podcasts, and, and um, we're just great guys to work with. So we really appreciate their support. Um, they've got a, a great store. They've got great brands and a great selection. And there's something to be said for being able to go into a place and touch and feel and try on the things you want to buy. In fact, we're going through this now with, with my buddy Robin on Hawaii. He's had problems with his heel and his boot. And uh, the the problem is, is that there's all these different boots out there, but there's no place on Hawaii to try them on. So he's pretty much just got to guess at the boot he wants to get and then hope it fits or send it back when he gets it. Um, so there's just something to be said for going into a place, being able to touch the fabric, feel it, and then also talk to a knowledgeable staff. And uh, those guys that they pick to run each department and to work in that store are passionate about the outdoors and, and also knowledgeable. And so you can get information on different products or different applications so just a great store we really appreciate the support uh so thanks to sportsman's warehouse and with that uh yeah we'll get this thing rolling but man what a what a great show um western hunting expo really fun to be able to put in for a lot of those tags those sheep hunts and then hang out with the eastman's guys is always a riot uh just so many great laughs and and um, i'll tell you guys about one of the the biggest mistakes or errors is so embarrassing i'll tell you after this this podcast on the ending or whatever but uh it it was pretty funny and we had a good laugh about it and um so i'll tell you about that story after we finish up but yeah just a great time 
time. They're just great guys. And then great to meet a lot of people behind the podcast. You know, I, I get messages here and there and, and I know, you know, we're, we're putting out good content, building a good community, but it's just amazed at the support of the podcast and being able to have conversations with guys there. And, and, um, and one guy built his whole house, listening to the podcast, talked to another guy that had listened to six episodes driving out there to the expo. And, um, it, it just makes me feel so good that you guys appreciate all that content and, and let me know. And, and, uh, it, it just lets me know also that I'm on the right path and I just need to continue to work hard to get quality guests, quality recordings and, and release them to you guys. So, um, I just can't wait. We grabbed some really good recordings at, at the expo. So I'll be putting this one out. We'll also be releasing another episode this week. I think I'll have to look at the schedule, but I think we got Willie Schmidt coming up and it's Willie Schmidt. And then also Dan Bacar, you know, it, it's so nice to have him around at these shows, uh, because then I can get him to be on the podcast with me on these different recordings. And he just really adds to him, you know, he's just got, a. Uh, a different um, but insightful perspective and ask some really good questions. So really happy to have that guy along on this trip. And uh, with that, let's, I've been talking long enough. Let's get this thing rolling. So this is the pre-seminar uh, with Dan Bacar, Guy Eastman, Eastman's Elevated. Here we go. Hey guys, this is Eastman's Elevated Podcast. So uh, we're doing a live recording today. Um, so you can actually find this on our YouTube channel. And, and we're doing it um, today. Guy Eastman and Dan Picard are giving a seminar here at the Western Expo, um, doing it on behalf of Sportsman's Warehouse. So we just thought we'd sit down and, and talk it over a little bit. Um, so this is really cool for me. This is the first video podcast that we've done. So yeah, thanks yeah. guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for so, having um, us. Hopefully we're ugly enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I am. <laughs> um, well, uh, what a great seminar. I'm really looking forward to it. So, um, guy, you're just so knowledgeable about Western hunting. I kind of got the seminar out of you last night when we were talking. I just love to pick your brain on Western hunting information. And then, and then Dan, you're just so knowledgeable and so proficient with your bow and these archery hunts. So I can't wait to see what you guys put together for this. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> obviously an honor to be here and, yeah. and excited to get up on the stage with the Jedi over here. <laughs> <laughs> Yoda, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Wax on with uh, Yeah, no, I, it ought to make a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it ought to make for a really good recording. Um, and also, our audience can watch this this seminar live on the YouTube if they weren't able to make it here. If they are able to make it here, we're doing the show at 12.30 today. It's in room 150G. Um, so you can watch it live or watch it on our YouTube, but it ought to be really cool for our audience. Yep. And this is live on Facebook, too, I believe. Yep. Is that Yeah. So I, we're, we're live on a couple different channels yeah absolutely yeah. yeah we've got the guys figuring out all our technology so yeah i think we're up and online on all these different platforms but uh yeah it ought to be fun so um there's a gift bag that we're giving away a as part of the seminar um what yeah. do you got in that thing dan yeah so we're just giving away a we got some magazine in here and gift sub and there's an elk cow call in here and uh, a dvd i think yeah we got a, yeah the dvd there you go so yeah just a few things for guys coming in and listen about western hunting and yeah i'm going to talk about kind of the archery portion mm -hmm. type deal and kind of my program and from start to finish from planning to drawing general tags 
and then down to the hunt too. Mm -hmm. So, well, it's um, it's such a, a new school tactics in today's day and age. You know, there's so much information out there, and so it, it's diving a little bit deeper into the information and deeper down the rabbit hole of Western hunting. And you guys are the perfect candidates for it. So yeah, guy, you're gonna dive into to different states and and tag applications, and and then probably Western hunting tactics too. Yeah, we're going to, I didn't want to go too far down that road. It gets a little dry, but we're going to kind of hit the high points, 30,000 foot level on some tag draw strategy type things. Uh, Dan's going to talk about, I'm going to talk about, you know, tags in general and rifle. Dan's going to talk about how archery tags are different, you know, bow tags uh, in the draw process. And then we're going to go, that's only going to be about 10, 15 minutes of lecture. And then the rest of the time is going to be spent on tactics, gear, you know, kind of 30,000 foot level out in the field with lots of good video uh, from hunts from this this past fall and, and the fall before so it's kind of like you know being able to talk about some of these tactics and then show them in you know in process in the field oh how know, cool so. so there's a video element that you guys have put together that has videos for this yep. season and then you're going to kind of break down scenarios or things that you guys run across and, and how you guys would treat that scenario when you were hunting how you did treat it how it ended up Yep, yep. I kind of got it broke down into like obstacles and advantages, okay? So we're going to hit the first obstacle the guys have is getting a tag. Mm -hmm. That's today's world. <laughs> yes. You know, it wasn't that way when I was a little kid, but it is today's world. Mm -hmm. So we're going to hit that, and then we're going to talk about, or I'm going to hit on advantages. You know, what are some of the, you have to have an edge. Mm -hmm. Anywhere you hunt, however you hunt, you got to have an advantage or an edge over other people in today's world. One of the biggest edges is bow hunting, and that's where Dan's going to talk about yep. that. But I'm going to talk about some of the edges in rifle hunting that may be drawing a limited tag where you're only competing with 50 other guys mm -hmm. uh you know that could be one or it could be knowing an area real well i got a, an elk hunt with that where i've you know killed 10 12 bulls out of there six point bulls i know it really well mm -hmm. that's a huge advantage mm -hmm. it may be getting back further faster and staying longer than uh, the average guy and that's where the first hunt comes in with scott knight going with the llamas you know the llamas allowed him to take more gear to be a little more comfortable, be able to stay a little longer, go a little further, be a little fresher mm -hmm. back there. And llamas are low, low profile, pretty easy animals to have. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're horse guys. We grew up that way. But horses are like taking your brother's kids hunting. I mean, it's, you know, it's a <laughs> lot of babysitting and you can't just put them on a tether in, in grizzly country and go out hunting for two days, spike out and come back. Mm -hmm. You know, llama, you can do some of that kind of thing. And so that's you know, you can't ride a llama, but you're not packing any weight. So, you, you know, that's an advantage. So we're just going to kind of go in some of those advantages. I think people don't necessarily think of, and they think just drawing a great tag, they don't need any advantage. Equipment can be an advantage. It's one of the few you can actually buy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a paid-for advantage. But, you know, it's not a giant advantage, but it can be under the right conditions. I you know? love that breakdown, Guy, because you're so right. You have to find your advantage, and everybody's advantage might be a little bit different. Maybe you're using tools like a four-wheeler or a trucker, or maybe you've got the the best game plan to go in there to find the right vantage points to, to dissect the country or maybe it's your bow shooting you you can shoot longer ranges you're more proficient with your bow and so we all have to kind of find our advantage on these hunts to be successful so i yeah. really like that breakdown being a resident yeah. is an advantage yes you know yeah. a lot of guys don't think that i mean unless you're from california there's you know, they even have an advantage, but not a lot of opportunity. But most of the other states out west, you know, being a resident is an advantage, especially in Wyoming, where non-residents can't go in the wilderness. You know, mm -hmm. it's kind of a dumb law, in my opinion. It is what it is, but it gives us an advantage, you know. Mm -hmm. And yep. so even like on dad, Dan's dad's elk hunt, 
you know, a long season and being a resident and being able to come back and hunt another week, that was an advantage. Mm-hmm. The first week I struck out. They had a hard time finding big bulls. And rather than just settle for a smaller bull, they went home for a week, refreshed, come back, reset the table, and ended up killing a giant. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. I mean, having the time with the your patience, advantage. Yeah. patience yeah. in a longer season. So you got to look at all those aspects of a hunt and see, okay, what are my advantages on this and how can I outperform my expectations? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's so important in today's day and age. And like you say, you draw the tag. That's only half the battle. You still have to go in and show your hunting skill, be able to dissect the unit, turn up a good animal, and then be able to, to harvest that animal. I, I think that's such a great breakdown to, to bring that to people's attention and kind of walk our way through it so people can figure out where their advantages lie and what they can lean on harder. And then also, you know, to, to look at their shortcomings too on a hunt. Maybe they don't have all the time in the world so they're going to have to focus and be you know effective or efficient in a short amount of time or whatever the case is but i think it's really good to break down the hunt that way you know and and i think that directly ties to your success on a hunt yep yeah how cool what a great idea that's kind of where we're headed i don't know if we'll make it out the back end of this thing but we'll we'll give it our give it our shot right there yeah yeah Yeah, no and and i'll be kind of paralleling that whole thing with advantages and it it'll change a little bit it's a little bit different with archery mm-hmm. and yep. more so i do a lot of run and gunning mm-hmm. or i have like i'm j- just me out there with a camera guy and so i think a lot of hunters can pertain to that too that maybe don't have horses or don't have that ability so things that i look for and most importantly i'm going to go through my three elk hunts that i did this fall what worked what didn't and the whole point is so you the viewer the hunter can learn from my mistakes or my successes and apply that to your hunts yeah so that's what it's all about right Mm -hmm. i mean that's why we're here so yeah further well you can shorten the learning curve exactly by 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 gathering information or knowledge from somebody else's experience you know and so you know then they can look at your hunt see what you did wrong or right and hopefully learn from that and the next time they're in the field and they get a chance to work in on a giant bull you know maybe their instincts are a little bit better their decision making is a little bit better and they think well this is what dan told me that works or this is he really says to watch out for the wind or he really says this is what he looks for for a good approach or high percentage um so i think that'll be great in the seminar yeah, and, and when you're bow hunting, everything is calculated. Well, it's supposed to be, right? <laughs> Sometimes it isn't, but you want it to be calculated. And if, if you make one mistake, I mean, that can be the difference between coming home with a bull and, and not. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there's so many different things going on. And, and so, yeah, I'm going to kind of cover all that and why I do what I do mm-hmm. and why does that make me consistently successful. Mm-hmm. Well, and a lot on these hunts is all about being in the right headspace, the yes. the right mental approach to these hunts. Because you're going to have highs and lows, but you don't just show up even in a good unit and turn up that giant bull you want. You yep. have to work for it day in, day out. You have to go days without glassing a bull or without finding your target animal. And you got to keep your head in the game yep. and, and keep your eye on the prize and keep working hard towards your goal. So a lot of it's in the headspace that you're in, but hearing you know, people's experiences and, and people's hunts and how they they went, I think people really draw from that. Yep, absolutely. And and I think going back to the expectations and drawing a tag, you get a tag that maybe it's 10% chance to draw or takes 10, 11, 12 points, doesn't mean it's going to be a great hunt or you're going to see a 350 bull or a 180 hunter this year on a couple different limited mm-hmm. entry hunts that we'll talk about too, is that we hunted our butts off to find a solid deer or a, a bull. Mm-hmm in a really limited entry good hunt Mm -hmm. and so 
It's just not a cakewalk if you draw a good tag. Well, and in the new school of things, too, hunting pressure is a reality. Like, uh, it's something, you know, we talked about it last night with my private podcast with you two guys, you know, as we had dinner and talk. But, um, it, you know, like, like when, you, when, you, when you go on one of these hunts, like hunting pressure, a lot of times you're not hunting the animals, you're hunting the hunting pressure. You're hunting where yep. the animals get pressured to. You know, you're hunting different pieces of country than other people can hunt or places that are tougher to glass or tougher to access. And, and again, it goes back to what you were saying, Guy, about finding your advantage yep. and, um, and, and then really following through with that. Yep. Yeah. And then we're going to have a a question and answer portion of this. So at the end, if you're watching this on our YouTube live, you'll be able to ask questions. And, um, you know, I'm not the the technology coordinator here, so I'm not sure how I'm going to see the questions and ask you guys. But somehow in live time, we're going to be able to ask questions on the YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and then I'll be able to ask you, um, you know, our audience's questions at the end. That ought to be kind of fun. Yeah, for sure. For yep. sure. Yep. Yeah. We've never done this before, so <laughs> this should be interesting, but I'm I'm excited to give it a try. I think it's going to be real valuable to guys who can't make it on site here and yep. are watching out in the cyber world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, and, and when you get discussing Western hunting and Western hunts, it seems like when somebody says something, it sparks something in your, it sparks more questions than answers sometimes. Yeah. So it'll be nice for our audience to be able to engage in that and then ask those questions that they're, that they're feeling or that they have throughout the seminar. So I think that's a really neat portion of it. Yep. yep. And our live audience will also be able to ask questions, you know, at the, at the yep. end in this question and answer portion. And so we're doing this, you guys are doing the seminar today. I've got the easy part. I'm just on the YouTube. And then you also have one tomorrow as well. Yep. Do we know the time on tomorrow's? Same time, I think. Yep. Same time. Same time, same okay, place. Okay. So yep. um, in 1230 is our time for today? Yep. 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 Okay, so yeah, you can follow that on our, our YouTube live, be able to answer questions, Instagram, Facebook, or if you're around at the expo, come say hi and introduce yourself. Oh, yeah, or th- yep. throw something at me. Yeah. <laughs> Get my attention, let's talk hunting. Yeah, yeah right? we have um, our deer tour um, is in the sportsman's booth, so that's where we're spending a lot of our time is with the deer tour and uh, talk about life goals. Oh, my God, some of those deer in that yeah. deer tour are ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah. I walk through, and I think I took pi- pictures of each and every one today, but those deer are, are just amazing. Isn't that a lineup? I've never seen any, I've never seen a lineup like that of of twelve bucks. It's Giants. it's impressive. Never, yeah, yeah just incredible. Some yeah. of the, so it's really nice to see them in person too, where you can see the mass and the bladed tines and the extra. It just gives me more perspective than seeing a picture of them. You know, I get to actually see what they look like, and and they're no replicas. They're all originals. Yep. And we've got Dear Dan that's that runs the tour for us. That guy is a deer nut. He knows more about mule deer than I think anybody <laughs> I've ever met. He yeah. loves chasing big horns yep oh yeah and and it's really a cool setup they have all sports warehouse has those guns in the booth and so you could come check out i don't know they got maybe a hundred guns in there i don't know there's a lot you can check out any gun play with it go over to the computer order it to the store your local store and it'll be sitting there when you get out of here pick it up on the way home if they have it if not it'll be shipped to the store in a couple days so it's really really a is working well there's a mm-hmm. lot of people in there this morning looking at guns buying guns signing up tapping on those computers this is america man they're here looking at guns and buying guns striking while the iron's hot right mm-hmm. so 
You got big horns and guns. What else do we need, right? Yeah, that's right. That's all I need. Yeah, I could just walk around and look at the mounts around this place. It's just oh, incredible. I thought I'd shot some pretty good deer until I came here. I thought, man, I got some work to do. <laughs> when does season open? <laughs> yeah, that's, I need to get back out there. That's all of us. Yeah, there is just some giant deer on display. But, yeah, that deer tour is just amazing. I love looking at those next-level critters like that. Um, yeah, and like you say, the technology aspect to be able to order it and have it in the store um, i'm glad i'm not in charge of all of it but that's amazing <laughs> what they can accomplish yep. that way yep yeah today's world with the uh, you know connectivity and the internet they can do amazing things information day and age yep. isn't it yeah i think we have coupons too for for guns with sports and warehouse 50 percent off yep uh, oh wow so yeah everybody in comes in purchase everybody so. comes to the lecture 15 percent off you can Use it for I think any purchase at Sportsman's Warehouse, so that's that's a pretty good, pretty pretty good knockoff of a of a five hundred dollar purchase for yeah. a gun. Yeah. Man, a that's gun, great! Yeah. yeah, what a great idea uh, by Sportsman's and you guys teaming up. Um, yeah, this is going to be really cool. I can't wait to sit in on this seminar and others. And then um, you also have some gear sitting there, guy, from our sponsors, huh? Yep, we got some backpacks. Yeah. We'll be giving these away at the seminar here in oh, wow. roughly an hour. Oh, so right we have on. Some giveaways, boots, yep. uh, backpacks. So this is the the, the new frame, right? This one on here? Yep. Okay. Yep. One of the new frames. What's that one? Is that the this? There's the kite. Yep. Yep. This I one use has that. Bag on I it. use that kite pack a lot. Um, That's a real good universal yep. pack, isn't, isn't it? It, it just Great day expands pack. to yeah. whatever you need it. It's big enough to throw a quarter in there or small enough to hunt day pack out of. It's a really universal pack. Yeah, I'm finding that too. Yeah, I mean, Those things are so tough. I've never sent a pack back to Everly Stock to get fixed. I, I don't know what you'd have to do to ruin one. but <laughs> They did that test on fire or something. Yeah. Like uh, remember they did that test on Facebook where they put like 800 pounds on one of their pack before it finally busted just one of the plastic straps. But they stacked yeah. all of these, the, the this concrete on here. It was like 60 pound or 80 pound uh, bags of concrete. And they stacked it all up and they stacked like 800 pounds or 600 pounds or something ridiculous before the thing yeah. broke. But yeah, they overbuild these packs. For sure. Way yeah. more than I can carry. I know that. And way <laughs> Not more. me. <laughs> that, that's oh, my typical yeah. load. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what it feels like, especially after five miles. It, it does. Yeah, and I love, like, this kite pack is the perfect day pack or, like, a short weekend pack. Um, I love these are great for straps going across so you can strap things in, your jacket, deer, things of that nature. But, yeah, this sure. is a great pack. I've fallen in love with this oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. Looking at some of the stuff, maybe we shouldn't give the lecture. Maybe we should just, just go home. Right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Kilo 1400 BDX from oh, SIG. man. Awesome. SIG Sour yeah. just makes the best range finders on the Isn't market that thing These, amazing? they're just incredible for yeah. the bow hunter and for the rifle hunter for both yeah yep. they're so accurate light and dark targets uh does incline decline and for the rifle hunter i mean guy you can probably speak to this more than i can but this thing is amazing when you hook it up to the app on your phone right yeah oh yeah the ballistics and all the information it can pass and to your phone is is incredible and now they have you know them in a binocular New for 2019. Oh, yeah. that's right. The range-finding yeah. binocular. So you you archery guys will really like that. You know, bow hunting with angle compensation. Angle compensation, oh. everything. Oh. Yeah. yeah, they built it for us. Yeah. yeah. Asking yeah. you shall receive. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say. Yeah, I'm Sick excited or, uh, to get one of those. Sick delivers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. How cool. Sure. Um, so we're giving, you guys are giving this away at the seminar, yep. too? How yep. are you guys giving it away? 
Uh, we're not sure. That's Ike's part. We're just—it's <laughs> up to me. Throw I'll it just, up in yeah, the air. Yeah. Let I don't know if we should just throw fight. it out yeah. there. We'll come up with a more structured way uh, way to do it than that. But we'll—I uh, think they're they're coded on the coupons. Okay, so Sports and Warehouse put codes on all the coupons. So we're going to draw a number, draw a number out of a hat that corresponds to the coupon in your bag. Oh, they're smart. They figured stuff, out so. the logistics yep. for us. Okay, good. So that's okay, be so the coupon, and then they'll draw those out. Um, how cool, guys. Yeah. And then what else do you got? Yeah, Onyx, oh, Utah yeah. Ship. Yeah. Oh. And if you, anybody that's hunting out west yeah, on public that's land, a must you have, have to. I, don't, <laughs> I can't even imagine back in the days. Well, actually, oh. I, I can't imagine yeah. back in the days because we used to hunt without that stuff, and you're like, Oh crap! I think I was on private. You back had in to the be day. so good at yeah. navigation, and it was marking turns and keeping mileage on your truck, and then yep. trying to find fence, fence lines posts. that didn't correlate to what you were looking at. Yep. And it after, was, after I got mine, so many times I'd, I've been out there antelope and go. I've drove across that pasture before. <laughs> yep. You know, it's I not, have not public or a, you know a section of it. Like half of it was public, half of it was private. You know, but it's all fenced on the border. No fence no line marks, down yeah. the down the property line so i mean i yeah i don't know what we did before that i know, <laughs> I, don't know either. I, I don't either well and it just gives you the confidence too to spend the money for a membership for yeah. a year or to get the state that you're hunting you i i like it in real time being able to adapt my hunting strategy like if i'm not finding animals there i can get on my map system i can get aerial imagery and i can start looking for other canyons and other drainages and where yep. i'm going to go next in real time on my phone yep. and i i love that you can save the map so you don't have to have cell phone service. GPS still works. Just an absolute game changer. Yep. Yeah, my. I mean, it's crazy when you get that thing. You start thinking of all these crazy uses for it. You know, I mean, use it for fishing. I've used it for fishing, mm -hmm. for getting my boat in and out of the yep. river for accesses. My mm -hmm. wife uses it for asparagus hunting. She just hunts asparagus along the farm fields, and we can see where the right of ways are, the easements, and who owns what. Because some farmers, she has permission, some she doesn't, but it's not posted or marked. So it's just crazy the things you can come up with that to use that product for. It's not just for hunting. I have mine on all the time driving down yeah. the road. Every mountain range <laughs> I'm looking at, every spot I drive by, yep. I'm always looking on that. No, thing. exactly. Even in eastern Montana, driving like to my parents' place and Roundup, anytime I'm like, oh, those antelope are on public. I do that all the time just mm -hmm. to see. Yeah, yeah. Just if, to get an idea. Yeah, what's how long these animals are going to, you know, stay or live on public, and mm -hmm. if it's a place I can come back to the future. Yeah, yep. what an amazing tool. What S else you got? Sig Apex, or uh, not Sica. Sig, oh. Sika Apex hoodie. My favorite piece of gear. Oh, you, Mine live too. In that. you two live in yep. that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a hoodie guy. I love hoodies. Yeah, yeah they're my favorite. Yeah, me too. It's just a, a heat regulator. Front. I used to yep. wear, like a, like, a stocking hat all the time, but now to have a hood, you can just regulate your heat so quickly, yep. pulling that hood on and off. But that's a great layer. A great bow hunting lair, rifle lair. Yeah, this is a cool piece. Elbow pads in this thing. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. the other thing. All that belly crawling. Mm -hmm. Yep. Pair of boots. Everybody likes Zamberlins. Oh, I, I man. love hunting with these. Yeah, Zamberlin makes a great yeah. pair of boots, don't they? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's yep. handmade Italian boot. There's no finer piece of footwear in, in hunting than than those they they are the workmanship on those boots is incredible mm -hmm. yep. paired yep. with vibram soles yes. which are just the best gripping soles on the market yep, yep. yeah yep. one I mean, piece leather lower the rand uh reinforced 
it really helps protect boot. it, right? Yeah. So you're not relying upon those those stitchings. Yeah, we're gonna have boots. to give that to someone with a small foot because that's a pretty small. <laughs> <laughs> we can get any size. Oh, oh I see. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Phil's gonna gonna give them any, their size. So. You, yeah. you got to fit All into right. a we're six if you want the boot. Yeah, we thought <laughs> we we're gonna have a Cinderella deal. Everybody line up and see who, who the boot fits and have it, right? <laughs> How cool, guys. Okay, um, I think right that. On. Oh, and we got a, a knife. No, Outdoor Edge. Yep, out yep, our friends at Outdoor Edge and some other. We're giving away so much stuff. Parts. These. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. The re- replaceable blade uh, knives have just absolute changed. Uh, they the, absolutely changed, changed the game, the game haven't well. they? Yeah, yeah. Remember having to carry three or four knives on you and sharpeners and butchering an elk was a major process. <laughs> It'd take hours when I yeah, first yeah. started, but now with these, you change out your blade. I mean, I can do a deer in one blade, an elk in two blades. But I can do everything. Totally bone that thing out, skin it, pull yep. the head off, the whole deal with one knife. Yep. Just yep. amazing. And you can sharpen the blade if you want, but I, I never do. But, you know, you could if you needed to. Oh, I, I don't do either. It, I do it all the time. I have you a do? little sharpener, yeah. So oh, really? Touch it up a little. I've done two elk with one blade. I'll just touch it up and, yeah. Really? On to the next hunt with it, oh. too. Yeah, Learning for sure. something every for day. Sure. Yeah, Razor Pro. It's good. You don't break a blade uh, as tough as it gets for any big game animal, so. Yeah, yep. resharpable. How cool. Yeah, replaceable. Right on, guys. A little sick of hat in here, too, to go with Apex, oh, I yeah. assume. So. These are nice for ball caps, too, yeah, really uh, just because they're breathable. Yep. Yeah. So I run a lot in these hats and then also hunt a lot in them. But, yeah, they, um, it's nice to have a breathable performance outerwear hat. Um, so, yeah, this is cool. This yep. will go over really well. Um, well, I'm excited to sit in on the seminar, guys. I can't wait to see this thing get started. So, Um, we're just going a couple rooms over, but uh, we better wrap this thing up yep. and uh, get you guys started on your seminar. So thanks again for, for being on. And, yep, um, for yeah, sure. Have a good seminar yes. and uh, expect some questions when we finish up. Yeah, absolutely. All right. See you guys okay. there. Come get your gear. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Um, yeah, uh, really fun time there at the Expo. Those guys put on a great seminar, so uh, great to sit down and talk about it and then dive in depth on some of these important subjects about hunting out west. And uh, So yeah, I just love those guys. They're, they're, they're both just so knowledgeable, and and uh, they gave a great seminar. And um, I, I use that word love. Uh, that's a funny thing. So the story at the Expo where I made this huge mistake is uh, we're racing around and and we're trying to you know uh, uh, do Facebook lives and Instagram lives and and um, do some YouTube of course we recorded this podcast on the YouTube channel so you can watch that um, and, and so we're trying to push this seminar and, and put people in the seats and and uh, get them to watch so anyways I, I'm doing this um, it, Scott had me uh, do these Instagram lives no this is what this was just an Instagram post I did the Instagram live um, but uh, this is just a post on Instagram I made and I I went through and I talked about how Dan Picard and uh, Guy Eastman are doing this live seminar where they're doing it what it's about and things and instead of live it autocorrected to love <laughs> so I put out to the world that Guy Eastman and Dan Picard are doing a love seminar. <laughs> it's just, oh my God, it's so hilarious. And it's right around Valentine's Day too. And um, it's, uh, you know, of course, I, I'm sure, you know, Dan thought it was hilarious. 
Ike thought it was the funniest thing ever. You know, Brandon Mason, Scott all thought it was funny. I didn't tell Guy. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be fine with it. He has such a sense of humor. But uh, yeah, uh, I just didn't tell him and figured he'd get back. And all the gals at the office, at the Eastman's head office, had caught this and were all laughing hysterically at the love seminar. And uh, finally, one of them got in there and fixed it for me as we were all busy doing the podcast. But I uh, was such an idiot. Um, I read through it too a couple times and I just didn't catch it. You know how those, that autocorrect can just get you. Well, it got me on the love seminar. So a little funny story from, for you guys for at the uh, show, but, um, we got some good laughs out of it anyways. So, um, yeah, what a great time with those guys. Great seminar they put on and, and, uh, appreciate having them on the podcast. Uh, sponsor for today's show again with Sportsman's Warehouse. Uh, just a, a great knowledgeable staff. Um, they they have great uh, name brands in there. You can go in, you can touch it, feel it, try it on, make sure it's going to work for you. Um, so just a great company, and we really appreciate you know having us in the booth this this weekend and doing the seminars, and then also you know appreciate their their support on the podcast. And with that, um, yeah, back to just real life here. Um, couple days I trained really hard before the expos I knew I was going to be busy just getting a few hours of sleep a night and um, you know I wasn't getting I I didn't get any runs in while I was down there so I just trained really hard and kind of planned on it but yeah now I'm back gosh it's been a cold February here on Montana Um, I heard a stat today that uh, it's the fifth coldest February on record um, so it's been cold. It's uh, most days are below zero. Most days the the, the snow's blowing and winds blowing and and um, so it's been a little tricky. But I just keep getting out day in day out. Um, I got a new pair of ski goggles because I was starting to frostbite my eyes. Even though I'd have a face mask, my around my eyes was starting to get frostbite on these runs. Um, so, anyways, I I've got that. Uh, face mask now and and yeah just making sure I'm getting out day in day out and working hard towards my goals of this season nothing is going to stand in my way of you know accomplishing my goals and and having fun and going on these adventures and feeling good Uh, I got those bows shooting so good it's been good for me knowing that I got New Zealand coming up which is such such a, a once in a lifetime for me I say once in a lifetime I'm sure after I do it I'll be saving up for the next trip but um, it really is a, a, a special opportunity. Just can't thank my buddies enough for inviting me along. And so, yeah, I just want to make my, sure my shooting is absolutely dialed. Um, you know, I want to lean on it if I have to. If I get one tough shot at a tar and, you know, extreme mountains where I've been hiking for days, um, you know, I want to know whether I can make that shot. And uh, right now I've got just an extreme amount of confidence that new Matthews Verdicts is shooting good, so good. Um, that Matthews Triax, I've been shooting that as my backup bow, and I shoot them both every day. That Triax is just still such a shooter. Uh, they they both feel so similar. Um, they're both just great bows. Um, but but yeah, I've got those things so dialed in right now. Um, just so pumped for this upcoming season, this upcoming trip. As soon as I get back, Montana bear season will open up. Um, been looking at new areas to go to and. 
and uh, looking to travel a little bit more. And I love my home valley, uh, but I also want to start finding bears in different places. Also been looking into Idaho a little bit. Might have some time to, to get down to Idaho and hunt some of those units. They have inexpensive spring bear tags. Never been down there for a spring bear season. So looking into that and then just really researching tags. Uh, man, I've been a madman here. I have way too much screen time. I'd hate to even look at it, but just uh, going through Onyx and going through Draw odds, uh, statistics, uh, uh, tags, um, just really trying to get it dialed in and plan my year out in front of me and try to end up with some good tags and put in for some of those just next level units as well, you know, kind of like a, my own lottery chance. In fact, I'm in for a bunch of those Utah tags from that that expo. It's one of the benefits of going down there. They let you apply for just all these premium tags, Ponsagon Archery and Books Cliff Archery and and uh, elk tags archery and so all these different tags I'm in for they draw at the end of the month so super excited for that as well um, but it's just um, it's a year long pursuit I swear every year I get more driven more passionate I I enjoy it more I look forward to it more like like I'm a madman I don't know what I'm gonna be like when I'm sixty but um, I I just uh, I absolutely love this game of, of bow hunting it it's grabbed a hold of me and just won't let go and it, it's seems to grip tighter year year in year out and um, I just want to make sure I've got a lot of time this year and go on a bunch of amazing adventures and then just embrace them and have so much fun while I'm out there pushing myself you know both mentally and physically so man I'm super stoked and and super stoked for you guys I know you guys are planning your your adventures and your hunts for the year too so keep working hard keep putting in that research Uh, I'm gonna get that next podcast out with uh with uh, Willie Schmidt and uh, Dan Bacar. Um, so I'll get that out here after I finish this one, get that released to you guys. And uh, yeah, make sure to tune in for the love seminar. <laughs> Such a moron. Uh, Eastman's Elevated. Thanks, guys. Appreciate all the support.